0: gone with that mic in your hand it's time for school rock school with your hosts dr joe burns the song then becomes his second solo number one now a lot of you are going to go oh obviously imagine went to number one it did not it stalled out at number three class is in This is the Rock School Radio Show, right here on the Rock School Radio Network. My name is Joe Burns. You are? I
1: am Tammy Burns. We've
0: made it all the way to June. Don't you remember during COVID I said we'd never make it to you said June? We would die. We would die before June. Welcome to June, now ladies we're just, and gentlemen.
1: Now we're just hot. Yeah.
0: I, <laughs> I I don't consider myself hot. I consider myself marginally good looking. I was talking with a friend, and said friend throughout, and people like to do this to me. They come up and they go, here's a piece of music trivia, what do you think? And, okay, and I do my best to answer it, and when they get me, gosh, they're so happy. Oh, that's you know?
1: what they were trying to do. They I just know. want to trick you. The
0: woman who is the dean of my entire college, she caught me one time and
1: never forgot it has
0: it's got to be 20 years she still brings it up
1: you need a t-shirt with it on it
0: (laughs) the what she caught me on was you know the song i love you more today than Mm -hmm. yesterday she said who the actual and i'll be honest with you i can't remember the actual uh artist that performed the song was yeah and i said it was somebody else and she was just overjoyed that she got me on that but here's what a friend of mine said do you know the first and she didn't say number one had she said number one she'd have been right but she said do you know the first posthumous hit in rock and roll and I know what she wanted she wanted sitting on the dock of the bay which was released January 8th after 26 year old Otis Redding dies in a plane crash right okay. that's right. what she wanted but she didn't say that she wanted the first number one I even qualified it to her I said do you mean the first number one or just the first posthumous hit and she goes no this is the first posthumous hit and I said well I know what you want you want sitting on the dock of the bay but it's third at best oh, oh no no absolutely not absolutely not I said oh ab- absolutely so so here's what we're gonna do today we're gonna talk about this idea of posthumous. that means after you're dead posthumous hits now if she had said number one she'd have been right but since she didn't say number one and I qualified it yeah she missed it. Oh. It is it is third at best, oh. and if you did a lot more digging, it probably isn't even third. So, look, we're going to talk about Posthumia's hits. Here you go, Otis Redding, it's Doc of the Bay. We'll be back to tell you the two that beat it, and I, I couldn't come up with them off the top of my head. I just remember researching them at one point in time, but now, Karen... It is Karen. Oh It is Karen, I'm not kidding. Was you. it
1: wait, was it spiral staircase? No,
0: it wasn't that Karen. It was in a, I have a lot of Karen's in my life, don't I? Yeah, you I? do. It's Otis Redding here on Rock School. Sitting in the morning sun. I'll be sitting in the evening calm. All right, Tammy Burns, how happy does it make you that you have decided to do the research and find out what I actually got wrong? (laughs) Here was the thing with Karen the Dean, not the Karen from this conversation, but Karen the Dean. We were talking about, I love you more today than yesterday. Right. That's by the spiral staircase, right? Yeah. I will never forget it, but whatever i said it was by on that specific day was the foundations and the foundations actually sang. build me up butter what do you build me up and of course i had when she said that's not true it's the spiral staircase And, of course, I can't just go, hmm, let's check that out on the computer, which has links to every known piece of information since man himself has walked the earth. Of course, I had to mansplain to her. Oh,
1: no, you didn't. Of
0: course not. It couldn't be that way. Man, I am a screaming idiot. But anyway, back to Karen number two. All right. She said, sitting on the dock of the bay. And I said, no, there's, there's not a question. There has to be before it. As a matter of fact, I had had this research before. I don't know why I've never done a show on it. And I said to her, it's at least third. Okay. You know, who was before it? And I couldn't come up with it off the top of my head. So that's why this came around. Here's the thing. Uh Glenn Miller dies in the Second World War. Then, in 1954, blatantly after the Second World War, out comes the Glenn Miller story. Then, the Glenn Miller story soundtrack goes into the top ten and is certified gold. Okay, does that count? We're back in the 1950s.
1: I think so. Yeah. You think so? Yeah. Okay,
0: so now Sitting on the Dock of the Bay is number two. Right. Okay. Yeah. Rock and roll pioneer Buddy Holly. Uh oh. He he dies. We we know that, right. obviously. Right. Now, the song It Doesn't Matter Anymore reaches the top 10 April 1959, 10 weeks after his tragic death. Okay. So if that's the truth, that means that Buddy Holly came before Otis Redding. Yeah. So am I right so far? You're
1: right so far.
0: Doesn't that make Sitting on the Dock of the Bay third? Yeah, it does. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. And I didn't even have to mansplain it. That's right. Here you go. It's Buddy Holly. It doesn't matter anymore. Released after he passed away. Here you go on Rock School. There you go, and
1: baby, here am I Oh, well, you left me here so I could
0: sit and cry Well, golly gee, what have you done to me? Ooh, well, you go your way and I'll go mine Now and forever, till the end of time I'll find somebody new, baby We'll say we're through and you won't matter anymore All right, so, so far as we talk about Posthumius hits, and by the way, can you spell Posthumius? po
1: something anonymous
0: That's right. That's how I spell it. I do it with the computer. This is the new way of spelling. Mm-hmm. Like Massachusetts, M-A-S-S-A-C-H-E-W. Get, Get close. And it goes, did you mean Massachusetts? Yes, yes, I did. Yes, I did, Mr. Google. Well, following Sitting on the Dock of the Bay, which obviously followed Buddy Holly which then followed Glenn Miller, you start to have this sort of rash of these coming out. As a matter of fact, in the UK, Mm -hmm. the UK keeps a chart of simply songs that were... Uh, Posthumous. oh i like it and they're all number ones whoa so you've got buddy holly back in what's the year 1959 eddie cochran three steps to heaven it didn't do it here in the u.s uh that was 1960 jim reeves distant drums that was on september 24th that's our anniversary Jimi hendrix voodoo child uh 18th of september 1970 elvis presley way down the sixteenth of August, nineteen seventy-seven. John Lennon does it three times in a row. Goodness. Then, in nineteen eighty, obviously he was he was murdered. So what you had was just like starting over. Imagine, which which wasn't on the album, and then Woman. I can hardly express. Uh, those all came out December eighth, December eighth, December eighth, nineteen eighty. Jackie Wilson, Reet obviously right after he dies 1984 uh and a a whole bunch more freddie mercury Aaliyah, george harrison my sweet lord elvis presley and i'm I'm looking at this because the elvis presleys are 1977 so that's that's the death date am i right right? yeah um tupac ghetto gospel that was in 1996 the notorious big nasty girl Ava Cassidy, what a wonderful world, and then Juice World has a number one with Godzilla, and these are all posthumous on the UK charts. The the one that I sort of glossed over, I did it because I you know wanted to do it, come back and play it. Freddie Mercury. Released or at least recorded, I guess is the word, recorded music before he died with the expressed idea that when he passes, yeah. because he knew it was coming. Oh, yeah. You know? Yep. And you wonder, is it better to know it's coming so no. you can do some things? No. Really, you would just like to get up one morning, kiss yeah. everyone goodbye, and then bang into That's a truck? That's it. That's it. That's you, yes. not me. I want to know. So, I wanna you know. Can,
1: so you can have a hit after you're dead?
0: No however I'd want to but I have this book idea that I I think would be a good thing to do Uh, Freddie Mercury recorded a song called Living on My Own and by his own wishes was released after his death 24 November 1991 it goes to number one but again we're talking about the UK chart and since we're Americans nothing that doesn't happen here in America doesn't happen doesn't occur But the fact remains, here you go, from the UK, Freddie Mercury. He recorded it before he died. It goes to number one, Living on My Own, here on Rock School. into the first break i said that in the uk once again if it doesn't happen here in america doesn't hold sway but john lennon's just like starting over album comes out the song then becomes his second solo number one now a lot of you are going to go oh obviously imagine went to number one it did not it stalled out at number three the song that went to number one first wasn't even an all john lennon song it was john lennon and elton john whatever gets you through the night in november 1974 wow again In 1971, imagine peaks out at number three. There is yet one more little neat piece of trivia. Who is the only American artist? And again, you have to qualify American because I just showed you that John Lennon had three in Europe. Yeah. And Elvis, I think, had four in Europe. Right. Who's the only posthumous artist to pull two? number one hits. Any idea? You want to take a swing uh, at it?
1: Johnny Cash.
0: You would think, but no. The Notorious B.I.G., Biggie Smalls. Oh, I missed it. Uh, hypnotized, May 3rd, 1997, for three weeks. And then Mo Money, Mo Problems, featuring Puff Daddy and Maze, also 1997, August 3rd. And it stayed there for two weeks. So... Neat little piece of trivia for you. John Lennon did not go to number one with "Imagine," and the only person in America to garner two posthumous number one hits was Biggie Smalls. Who is listening wow. to us here on the Rock School radio show?
1: KNHS, Lafayette, Louisiana. I love
0: that place. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Coming out of the break, Jim Croce passes away in a plane crash September 20th, 1973, which is really awful because if you look at the actual story, he was done. He was doing sort of a makeup concert and once that was over, he was done. And that's when the plane crash occurs. It's not like he had 50 dates set up and on date 37 he dies. He was done. Yeah. That, what's that Riggs thing? I'm getting too old for this. I'm mm. going to retire in a little while. If you're interested, this fella had three posthumous hits. One goes to number one. You want to take a swing? What's the one that goes to number one that was his posthumous hit?
1: Yeah. Oh, it's got to be uh, Kurt Cobain, Nirvana.
0: No, no, no. Jim Croce's song. Oh, a I mean Jim Croce yeah, song. Yeah, Jim okay. Croce's song. We played it at our wedding.
1: Uh, brown-eyed girl? Oh,
0: jeez, that's not even Jim Croce. Oh, dang. You, wait, don't wait, even, wait. you don't even remember marrying me, do you? No,
1: I don't. I knew you Who were are you? drunk.
0: Time in a bottle. We
1: played that at our wedding?
0: We did. Now, look. I don't he, remember that, folks. He had. You don't remember marrying me. Who he, are you? He previously had a number one hit with Bad Bad Leroy Brown. However, he had two more additional posthumious top tens. Not number ones, top tens. I got a name and I'll have to say I love you in a song so yet more posthumous trivia ladies and gentlemen
1: a lot of his songs make me so sad they
0: do they really do he's he was a storyteller and the darn thing about it is you know two-thirds of every song ever written is about unrequited love yeah and even though he was married happily with a child yeah he seemed to be able to draw that out and people like that my favorite song by him i don't think was even a hit if it was it was low level uh one less set of footsteps it's about a breakup yeah he basically says to her you know if this is what you want if this is how you're going to act to me yep tomorrow morning there'll be one less set of footsteps on you which isn't a happy song by any stretch hit the road jack Here's one I want to play. I mentioned her already, Ava Cassidy. It's it's a it's a terrible story, but on the same aspect, it's a nice story. as as is every death when your grandmother died, it was hit your grandmother raised you. Mm-hmm. It was hideous when she passed away. But all your cousins, aunts, uncles, everybody, All made the trip down to little dot-on-the-map, Hackleburg, Alabama. Right. And for a week, it was glorious. It was wonderful. Except for that one day you had to say goodbye and bury her, you know?
1: Yeah. You know what? What's that? No, I can tell you. What's that? It was really bad when you were at the funeral home... (laughs) cutting up jokes with The Undertaker.
0: (laughs) And then I took your cousin... My nephew. Your nephew, that's right, out to Pizza Hut. 13
1: years old. Because he said he was hungry. We looked around for him, and (sighs) where were you? Pizza Hut.
0: I did not buy him a beer, as you suggested. Ah. Ava Cassidy. She's already come up in the UK number ones, but here's the story. A 1998 compilation of her music... Goes to number one. Here's the thing. She was, you know, here in the United States, there's the voice. There is American Idol and such. she was one of those people. She was on Britain's equal to all of these singing shows. And she was successful, which allowed her to, as you do in the United States, go sing your songs at festivals and and fairs and such and probably eke out a decent living. She had a bump on her back, and she goes, and the woman who is her doctor says, "Oh, that's kind of a melanoma. Don't worry about it. We'll cut it off." And they did. Six months later, her bones are hurting. Her joints Ooh, are starting to hurt.
1: Not good.
0: So she goes back to a doctor, and eh, we better send you to a specialist. And here, the cancer had made its way to her bones, then makes its way to her lungs. So what happened was, a compilation is put together into the album's song, Bird, which is all these songs that she recorded on this singing show. And of course, they're all covers. And of course, they're all schmaltzy Broadway-type stuff. I mean, it, it's the same stuff you see on all of these. However, it shoots to number one, and her copy, her cover, of Over the Rainbow, becomes a number one single. And after that, you pretty much don't hear about it anymore. There's something to an entire country stepping up and sort of supporting that one person. So here you go. It's Ava Cassidy, somewhere over the rainbow. And I know it's going to sound schmaltzy, and I know it's going to sound like a singing show, because it was here on Rock School. I see trees that are green. Red roses too. I watch them bloom for me and you, and I think to myself, What a wonder. To myself, what a wonderful world. All right, coming into the bottom of the hour out of Ava Cassidy. My name is Joe Burns. You are Tammy Burns. Prince released two albums. after his passing Piano and Microphone in 2018 and then Originals in 2019. Welcome to America, 2 being the number 2, is supposed to be out later this year. As a matter of fact, July of 2021. Michael Jackson has released two new music albums, All of the Money Going to His Three Children, Michael in 2010 and Escape in 2014 there's also been 11 compilations since he passed away and once again all of that money going to his children he has not had a hit on the big chart Uh he has not had a hit on the hot 100 but he has had a number one hit it's called breaking news it was from the album escape It went to number one on the R&B chart, and that gives you yet a little bit more. But first, let's do 7 Days, 70 Seconds, May 31st all the way through June 6th. Tammy's got Monday. Go! May 31st,
1: 1956, Buddy Holly sees the John Wayne film, The Searchers. Wayne's line, That'll Be The Day, inspires him to write a song with that title. By
0: the way, next week Uh is going to be that topic. Songs that come from a line inside of a movie. Really? Not kidding. June 1, 1969, John Lennon, Yoko Ono and a list of musicians sing, Give Peace a Chance from His Bed-In.
1: June 2, 2013, Taylor Swift poses for photos with KYGO radio DJ David Mueller David before, before her concert in Denver. She later accuses him of putting his hand up her dress and Mueller is fired. In 2015, he sues sues her, her, but you know what? Swift countersues and wins a sexual assault case against
0: him. June 3, 1992, Arkansas Governor Bill Clinton campaigns for U.S. President, makes a whistle stop on the Arsenio Hall Show, where he puts on black glasses and he plays Heartbreak Hotel on the saxophone. I remember that. It was wonderful.
1: I remember that. I loved it.
0: The next week, he goes on MTV to answer questions and one girl stands up and goes, Mr. Mr. President-to-be, we need to know, boxers are briefs. And he even looks at the guy and goes, do I have to answer that? June
1: 4, 1979. Fleetwood Mac records the USC Trojan Marching Band at Dodger Stadium in Los Angeles for their song
0: if you watch the video, uh, what's her name, the the singer? Why Stevie Nicks yeah. is spinning a baton. Oh gosh, it's so sexy. June 5th, 1968, Senator Robert Kennedy is shot three times while exiting a kitchen at a hotel after he delivers a speech winning the Democratic nomination. The Stones reference it in Sympathy for the Devil, and David Crosby writes a song called Long Time Gone. June 6, 1992, Guns N' Roses show November Rain for the first time on MTV. At just under $2 million, it is the most expensive video to that time. We are talking about posthumous hits, posthumous stuff. Joey Ramone of The Ramones. Now, Don't Worry About Me was released a year after his death. Don't get me wrong, A Good Farewell the thing about it is 10 years later and i have no concept why they waited 10 years mm-hmm. he released a second group of songs called well he didn't but the people who were in charge of his his music did it's called you know I've heard them both. The second one is arguably better than the first. Really? He dies at the age of 49 following a seven-year battle with lymphoma. His death is in 2021. Ten years later, Mm. rock and roll is the answer. Comes out. Here you go. It's Joey Ramone on Rock School. second break Mm -hmm. we're talking about posthumous hits now most of in fact i think all of the songs that we've talked about so far or the albums that we've talked about so far were released after the death with the maybe exception of ava cassidy right so if somebody records something Mm -hmm. it comes out Yes. And then he or she dies and because of the death it goes to the top. Yeah does it count? Yes All right well Amy Winehouse she totally jo- totally yeah. She joined the 27 club when she died in 2011. Mm-hmm. Then three albums shoot into the top 10 and five singles shoot into the top 40 a week right. later. Does't matter is that correct?
1: It's correct. okay carry on.
0: Prince, when he passes away, Purple Rain, which was years previous, Mm -hmm. was pushed into the top 10. Does that matter?
1: Yes, it does.
0: Bowie's Black Star Uh was released. And you know this was... David Bowie might be the hippest, coolest human being that has ever walked this earth outside of Christ himself. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Bowie released the the black star album mm-hmm. two days before his death I in 2016 it went to number one and you're saying well geez joe how'd it go to number one in two days well songs debut at number one or mm-hmm. albums debut at number one it is it does and then he dies yeah that's that has to count doesn't it it
1: does count
0: it does how about soldier slim slow motion which is juvenile featuring soldier slim you know i used to be so impressed with rap music mm-hmm. in that they would bring new talent along right so you would have this big rap artist who would then feature some rap artist yeah and then that rap artist who was introduced to the audience yes would then become his or her own person right more it's just, you know, Joe Burns featuring Bob featuring Harry and singing back up as Jim. and uh-huh. it gets it gets convoluted. However, the song, Slow Motion, goes to number one for two weeks. Uh, that's Soulja Slim's soul entry in the Hot 100, debuts nine months after his shooting death on November 26, 2003. Does that one count because he's not the big name on the song?
1: I think it does.
0: You think it does?
1: I, do. okay. I, I does.
0: You think? You I do, does. I does think.
1: I, I does. I do
0: think. I do Yep. Who's listening to us?
1: WWBZ, Hyden, Kentucky.
0: Excellent. Back in a minute here on Rock School. Coming out of the break, my guess is there is at least one song, probably two that you've been waiting for we talked about sitting on the dock of the bay and that was 67 and then it comes up just a little bit later that another one goes to number one you also had one back in 1964 let me tell you a third before we get into it buffalo soldier released may 23rd 1983 however bob marley passes away of cancer in 1981 three years well it's it's two years and a few months uh, after passing on the song about black soldiers in the american indian wars becomes one of his best loved tracks but it is indeed a posthumous hit now if i know what people were thinking what about sitting on the dock of the bay that kind of thing right but there are two more that i think jump out and bite people I'm going to do it this time, and then I'll finish the show with the next one, which I'll bet people are screaming at the radio. Here's the one I think might be just a little bit less. Sam Cooke dies December 11, 1964. He is, he's killed. There's no two ways about it. shot. Released then December 22nd, which is, what are we talking there? 11 days afterwards? Yeah. Yes, exactly. A change is going to come. Maybe his best love song. Uh, It's become an anthem for the burgeoning civil rights movement. It's been used with BLM. And it was added to the Library of Congress's National Recording Registry in 2007. So that is what we're going to play right now. But you say, no, wait a minute. There's one more song you consider. Something that people would be screaming at the radio? One, yeah, Right. I'll play Sam Cooke right now. We'll come back. I'll tell you the one I think, other than sitting on a dock of the bay, people went, why haven't you played that yet? So here you go. Sam Cooke here on Rock School. I
1: was born
0: by the river In a little tent Oh, and just like
1: ever since it's been a long
0: to the last break after sam cook change is gonna come do you know the song i'm talking about i mean if people didn't immediately yell sitting on the dock of the bay i'll make you a bet this was the song they yelled those who know this idea of posthumous hits okay do you have any idea the hit or the woman no 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 let me give you some hints okay it i said it's a woman does that help
1: uh sure why not
0: so i mean, I've gotten rid of. I'm playing of,
1: Richard. Let's go.
0: I've good. Let's check the big board.
1: Ding. Good ding, for ding, you.
0: Ding. Um, your grandmother loved Richard Dawson, didn't she?
1: Oh my God, she would have French kissed him in a moment. <laughs> wow yes and she was she was a very very uh humble person and she always said i would french kiss him in a moment
0: okay um all right
1: let's get back
0: i wouldn't have put that on the radio but we just did here we go yeah uh it is a woman okay she dies of an overdose january 11th 1971 can you do it
1: uh i've got three i've got like two women and is it it it's got to be either mama cass or janis joplin well
0: mama cass didn't die of an overdose she had a heart attack right no she did not die by i was going to say she had a you, yeah a pork sandwich. sandwich yeah but no um no, you're correct about the other one. Okay. It is, it is indeed Janis Joplin. All right. Do you know, and she dies. She's part of the 27 Club. Do you indeed know the song that she took into the charts after she passes away? She mm. didn't write it or it wasn't written for her. Can you do it?
1: Mm. The Give me guy hint.
0: the guy she was singing about took his harpoon out of his dirty red bandana and they sang every song that Bobby driver. McGee. me and Bobby McGee. Me
1: and Bobby McGee. And
0: that wraps it up. If you what? Re- Do you remember in a, the last place we lived the last um What? I can't think of what it is the la- neighborhood like if the you will. Like the street? Yeah, we were in a, a, a gated community, you know, cuz we're better than you. Uh there was, a he was woman. only
1: gated at night.
0: <laughs> That's right. So we were keeping out vampires. Um, there was a woman there uh-huh. who married a man named Robert McGee.
1: Yeah, she did.
0: That's right. And she always referred to herself and her family as me and Bobby McGee. Yeah. That was really cute. So that wraps it up. We'll play Janis Joplin here in a second. I'm Joe Burns. Yes,
1: I am Tammy Burns.
0: That's it. Seconds up. Class is dismissed.
1: Busted flat in Ben Rouge. Waiting for a train, and us feeling near as faded as my jeans. Bobby thumbed a diesel down just before it rained, and rode us all the way to New Orleans. I pulled my harpoon out of my dirty red bandana, I was playing soft while Bobby's.